Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by Westminster Effects. Go to WestminsterFX.com. Check out some cool stuff. Also, you can check out some of the nose pedal stuff. They've got some really awesome uh, utility pedals and utility items for a pretty decent price. Super, and they, super decent price. Super, total, to, totally decent. But also, Westminster Effects just announced a new pedal. Who wants to say what it is? Because I, I don't want to mess it up. Oh, uh, crap. I forgot what the word is. Is it? It's the new chorus, and it's Christoph, Chris something. Crap! What is it? Sorry, Cody. I did not come prepared for this. Yeah, I threw this on everyone really quick, actually. Um, so you can blame this on me. But it's actually a. Uh, it's the Chrysostom. Chrysostom. C H R Y S O S T O M. Try. Uh, I'm going to start right off the bat here, Cody. Why is this not on the front page of your website? It is. It's on the featured product. I just went to their website and it's right there. Featured. I'm on, I'm on their main page and I see his podcast and I see the chick delay. Oh wait. Is Scroll down. I dude, I'm seeing the whole page as one right now. Are you on the mobile site? Uh, I'm on the mobile site. Okay, the desktop the site one. does not show it. Yes, it is. Yeah, you suck. It's at on the websites. product pages. It's just not on my main thing. It's it's the cookies, man. Blame the cookies. I blame it all on the cookies. Come oh, on, you go get the cookies. Today? Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, oh yeah, oh. those are legal here now. <laughs> like, I know oh, that's yeah. insane. I'm gonna go hang out with. I need to go visit you guys. Uh, yeah. I I'm I'm gonna be of no help because I've never partook. But oh, um, hurry up and oh. come. Okay, so. Anyway, That's weird. now that we're done I don't talking about mid- marijuana while we're talking about a Christian-themed pedal company. <laughs> hey, 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 listen. God, God hey, if it's legal earth. where you are... It's yeah, fine. if it's legal, it's okay with Jesus. That's the rules. Give them to Caesars. What is Caesars? That was exactly what I was about to say. Hashtag 420 blaze it. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Westminster Effects, check them out. Uh, new chorus on the market. Uh, this wait, hold on. This isn't just a chorus, aren't we? It is uh, from course. from what I understand, yes, it is not just a chorus. No, it not. is a chorus and a vibrato. So pair hey. this with his delay, and you essentially. So can you run them a... simultaneously? I don't believe you can. Okay, but a lot you of can't courses, do that on a the... lot of courses can go into vibrato territory because they're very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of oh, just yeah. like different been... ends of the spectrum on the same kind of a setup. So like, there's a lot of phasers and vibratos, and a lot of choruses and vibratos. So. Like, I know most choruses, if you crank them, they get into that vibrato feel. Yeah. So, like, uh, for example, Walrus Julia, um, yep. which is which is the benchmark I hold all choruses against, so I really look forward to trying Cody's, um, has a, like, if you let turn the lag knob all the way to the right, it goes into vibrato territory. Whereas if you keep can it, you, like, centered... Can you run like the vibrato and the chorus at the same time on the Julia? No, you just kind of fade into the that zone. Like, there's a mid zone okay. between the two of them. Okay. So I'm well, curious I mean, how yeah, Cody, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how Cody's does it. 
This is only 150 bucks new though. Very affordable. Yeah, this is it's only got two knobs and two switches. Very simple stuff. Easy to do. Uh, so go check it out. Buy one. Tell them that you heard about them on the effects loop. And also, let's get moving on to some gear news. All right, so first thing on gear news. All right, so... Oh, wait, no, what's new? Shoot. I almost skipped the whole dang section, guys. Yes, you did. Damn. Wow. All right, Chris, what's new with you? He's about nothing. No, just... Well, Chris no, just uh... Googled how to pronounce Chrysostom. Yes. Do I have it right? I don't know. Did you push the button to... You're the one who oh found gosh. it, dude. Come on. <sighs> you don't just get to send me stuff and I have to look Chris, it up. Chris is, Chris is dumb. Tum. <laughs> Cody, if you're listening to this, please just do a live stream in the in the group where you just say it's pronounced this. Yeah. All right, it's uh, pronounced nuclear. nuclear. Oh, that's a commercial. I don't want to hear oh that God. ad. Anyway, well, <laughs> this, is, he's this, not, that, this is really the best ad spot we've done. We said talked well, about well. a competitive product, <laughs> and now we can't pronounce the product's name. I love it. Uh, uh, well, you can hold on. Industry professionals. <laughs> Let's see if Diaz can figure out how to use the internet. Chrysostom. Yeah. Chrysostom. 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 What does it mean? Chris Christopherson. There we go. That's it. I don't know. It didn't give me a definition. Uh, can you use a sentence? Uh, I don't I know. I cannot what... wait to get the Chrysostom in my hands. Okay. Can John Chrysostom is actually John St. John Chrysostom is uh, the Archbishop of uh, Constantinople. Okay. Was an important early church father. He is known for his preaching and public speaking, his denunciation of abuse of authority by elected ecclesiastical and political leaders, the divine liturgy of St. John Chrysostom, and his ascetic sensibilities? Ascetic? I don't know. A-S-C-E-T. He was born... Ascetic. He was born in Antioch, Turkey in 349 AD. Died September 14th, 407. There you go. He's Yeah, that was uh Diaz reading history historical with Diaz. history with Diaz. It's like the history channel except for more alcohol. All right. It's like drunk so, history, but less focused. Not good. Yeah, it's, it's drunk <laughs> history, but not good. All right, so <laughs> Chris, what's new with you? Oh my goodness. Uh, well, I got a ukulele this week. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Pronounce it right, guys. If we're pronouncing it right, it's ukulele. Thanks, uh, Izzy. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Izzy, man. He was the bomb. <laughs> uh, what else did I get? I got uh, my harmonicas came today. It's been the extent of it. I right, calm down, oh. Bob Dylan. I, yeah, I think are I'm you just trying to get your, are, okay. are you trying to get your roommate to move out? Is that what's really going on here? No. We're doing a what? Oh my gosh, what's that band that does like the Hey O song? Lumineers. Uh, Lumineers. You're doing a Lumineers tribute band over there, Chris. <laughs> they are from Denver. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, they well, are. No. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No wonder they sound like they were stoned every song they wrote. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Sorry. I don't have a problem with the Lumineers, but I have a problem with any person who likes the Lumineers. Does that make sense? Yes. As I kind of like, live I really like, like my Kim fans. Like meh. Oh, you just oh. call them? I said it's like my Kim fans. Okay, it's either MCR or you say the whole name. <laughs> God damn it, Diaz. 
Okay. <laughs> Listen here. You I'm not okay. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> okay. No, it's it's my cam. So last thing you want is a bunch of emos coming after you, Diaz. Yeah, it's okay. I'll throw. They'll some stop cutting themselves and start throw, cutting you. I'll throw. <laughs> I'll throw some dull razor blades That's to dark. slightly distract them. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Remember, you cut cut the grass, not your arms. Gosh. Uh, what else so, I get? Uh, <laughs> just change it. No, we're moving Swerve. forward. We are moving Swerve. forward. Uh, I got a ordered an interface, but FedEx either A, delivered it to the wrong address, B, changed the address and still put delivered on the thing and that just has not shown up at my house yet, or B, somebody stole it off of my parents. Uh, hey, so I got a new interface. So, um, and, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I have not heard back from FedEx in like... Wait, where do your parents live? Days. They're still back in Memphis. It's not so. within so range of one take deliver... on your lawnmower, Diaz. Because I got it, <laughs> I got it through uh, AMS, and since AMS is down in Olive Branch, which is a 30-minute drive from my old house, uh, it pretty much shipped same day and they i guess they just couldn't catch it in time so it ended up there and because my neighborhood was kind of rough it wouldn't surprise me at all if the box got stolen okay so but why didn't you just have it shipped to your place because when because apparently you can't a change the address on ams's site after you've ordered which is um, that's, I think oh, shit. Yeah, you gotta cancel the order probably yeah probably and then i don't think anyone the, will let you change I, the address after the fact why didn't you just call them and talk to a human no i did i i emailed oh. customer service like right after and uh oh, they don't like emailed. Oh, oh no he got back to me within maybe an hour or two and he was just like uh yeah we we can't change the address on our end we're gonna have to send a thing to fedex and it's like why did i do this Oh, they, they already bought the shipping label, but or yeah, something, so or, I no. guess, I guess, but it was just like, I, I've never had a bad experience with you guys until now. <laughs> yeah. And, that's crazy. And, and now the product has just gone missing completely and nobody can find it. So <laughs> well, in all fairness, Chris, it's not their fault that you didn't put the right shipping address. So uh, you can't be hateful yeah. towards them. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I, I, I mean, I hate to be that guy, but I'm gonna be that guy first. Oh no, I know it. I knew it was, but don't was blame like, them. They give excellent customer service. They do. This Try guy's been really helpful. Speed. He's been like, uh, yeah. He, he, I think he even opened up a because I've been dealing with the same guy. He opened up a ticket with FedEx yeah. also to kind of figure out what's going on. So hopefully, yeah. So down. like that's the I mean, only yeah, if down. You still don't have it. That's that's mm. a problem. So I mean, the only downfall with AMS is that they use FedEx, in my opinion, because out of all the people. AM or FedEx is the one is like the shipping company that I've had the most problems with. I always have issues with UPS. That's my I have problem. no issues with UPS actually. They run a little bit late in my area, but that's about it. I mean, I've had them drop stuff off at like 8:30 at night. Like they will get it to me that day. Yeah, all of my guys have always left a sticker on my door of like, yeah, we attempted to deliver. It's like, uh no, cuz my dog did not bark at you and right. i did not hear the doorbell you literally walked your ass up to my door and it's usually like a pedal or something that weighs like what two pounds yeah and it's like you didn't even bother to bring the little bitty box up to my door you just brought the piece of paper like see that's see, um, shipping pedals usps oh all day. yes <laughs> okay but all right so crazy thing fedex is the only company that i ever called and told them to send the driver back out because the same thing happened to me 
FedEx slapped a sticker on the door. I sat there and I called him. I said, I've literally been sitting here in my recliner that is less than 12 inches from my front door. Like you walk in my front door, bam, there's my recliner. And I said, there's, I told him, I said, he never knocked. I said, I haven't, I haven't moved. I said, you know, like I, I've just been sitting here. And uh, he, I called him. I said, there, I said, send, I said, tell him to come back out. I said, or else I'm going to keep calling in complaining. And sure enough, about an hour and a half later, knock, knock. And the guy left before I could open the door. <laughs> so yeah, shipping companies, make sure your uh, people know to actually leave the package and not the little sticker. Like the crazy thing is, is like half the time they, the guy left a sticker and it didn't even require a signature. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think I've had anything require a signature unless it was UPS or uh, USPS when they, you know, got the insured shit on it. And it was usually something higher end, but like getting a little $75 overdrive or something. No. Oh, I know what it was. I know what I was waiting on. It was a, it was a replacement phone. So still oh, from your, for like an iPhone for, yeah, it was an insurance iPhone and, uh, that was uh i had to use my son's phone to call him so i said i said i had overnight shipping for a reason i said i said tell him to come back and bring it <laughs> i was pretty ticked off oh yeah all right so let's move on chris did you get anything else new in your lumineers tribute band uh did no, you get some yet. glow sticks not yet okay all right scott what'd you get uh i got a make it yourself um another one of those kits from uh diy recording equipment for okay. make a direct box so i did that monday night that was that was fun quick and easy build um, I, I just none of none sorry but building anything honestly for me anything requiring soldering is never defined as quick and easy and fun i uh i enjoy it it's relaxing for me you know you're not supposed to sniff those fumes, right? What? <laughs> the, the, the fumes. You're not supposed to sniff them. What fumes? What fumes? The solder fumes. What was I soldering? All right. So I got nothing this week. <laughs> Wait, where and, and am Scott, I? Scott lost brain cells. <laughs> Scott's like, Scott's like marijuana, no way. I kill enough brain cells with the soldering fumes. I'm good. No, I'm, 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 to each I'm, their own. I'm pretty careful about that. I do. Uh, oh, okay. I, I have a technique where I only exhale when I'm soldering. So it, I guess that's why it's relaxing. I also do a breathing exercise while I'm doing it. I guess. Fancy. Oh, I just, I just, I thought you meant like the entire time. I was like, that's why you blacked out. <laughs> that's why you don't remember what you built. <laughs> you have to breathe in at some point. Wait, what day is it? Oh, none of us know that. Four twenty. Um, no, it's Sunday, right. and they forgot to turn the guitar and the keyboard on for church today, so it was just vocals. <laughs> oh my gosh, you sent no. that video, and I, I didn't get to watch it. I was at work. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's not even live. This is pre-recorded, pre-posted oh video. Oh, my God. So no whoever one edited. YouTube. Yeah, no one checked the feed before posting it to YouTube, I guess. Um, like yeah, good enough. And everyone's like, I, everyone's like texting out the, oh no no no, watch this feed instead. So like, there was a proper one posted to YouTube, but that's not the public one my church has up right now. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. what? How? I'm already like pretty pissy with my church right now about like basically being benched for a while. Um, and it's not because they're like, oh well, we don't have electric guitar anymore. And I'm like, 
I still play other instruments and I'm better at them than everyone else. I'm sorry, that sounded really cocky, but <laughs> hey, don't get penis. That's how you really feel. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a better I'm better acoustic guitar player than all the acoustic guitar players too. So why am I not playing? Anyway, what if you really just sucked? Like <laughs> you just thought you were really good. Uh, I'm sure that's going on for a few of our other guitar players. Um, all right, so today we're going to talk about ego and how to get rid of it. That's our topic. Uh, uh, Wait, ego the uh, food critic from Ratatouille? That was a Sorry, deep cut. I haven't, yes, I haven't not seen Ratatouille ever. <laughs> so. I don't like watching health code violations, whether they're real or cartoon. You need to live a little. Nope. So yeah, that's what's going on with me. I'm also shopping for a new couch. It's just uh, so if anyone hears me zone idea. out, it's because I'm deep in West Elm looking at mid-century furniture right now. What is a mid-century couch? Uh, just buy about... a new one. <laughs> <laughs> think about the era of like Eames and like Frank Lloyd Wright and that kind of stuff. That's the the styling. You're like, are you speaking Spanish right now? No, yeah, I, none of that makes sense. Sorry, I work in design so oh, i know these so, things so uh wood paneling got it cool hey uh, dude they, they fit, they love fit my in house. well with wood paneling but like the more modern mid-century designs are a little more different but anyway yeah i'm destroying a penny that's how i anyway, you ever I you ever shop at now. you ever shop at west elm that apparently kind of they're based in uh colorado question yeah. mark because i just googled them nope are yep. they at rooms to go no okay then nope it, it's furniture right. that looks better than probably it's comfortable to be honest with you but that's what's better anyway diaz what's new with you i got my Ernest doll in and i'm really excited about it here it's can we put this in a lumineer song it, it took 20 minutes to get diaz to use a web camera so that we could feature he could show it to us this is it this is put it in my hip-hop album that i'm working on you're doing a yeah i got this album Yes, with the ukulele and harmonicas. <laughs> I was listening to some DMX when Scott hogged on earlier. He was like, he was like, what? Like, I was cranking it, dude. I was having a good old time. All right. I like well, how I'm, I'm like to... being more yuppie than ever right now because I'm like shopping for ca- like furniture are, and stuff like that. Are you sure you aren't partaking in? Oh, yeah. I'm the one who's acting weird. <laughs> Mr. Hip Hop Album with a ukulele and Mr. I Hone an Ernest doll in my 30s. <laughs> hey, the best part about being an adult is buying all the shit you had when you were a kid and that you exactly. broke and now you can actually enjoy it. I mean, this thing was made in 1989. It's still in its original packaging, which is a little bit rough, but it's I mean, it still has the zip tie around its neck to hold it in the box. Still has all the has. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not coming back. Serious <sighs> dead? He did. He's... Yeah, Jim Varney died probably, I don't know, less than 10 years ago. Maybe about 10 years ago. Let's see. Hey, Siri, when did Jim Varney die? Jim Varney died February oh, 10th, 2008, 20 years ago. 50 in White House. Oh, wow. He, not he died in, in the, the White House? House. <laughs> no. <laughs> White House is a city in Robertson and Summer, uh, Sumner counties in tennessee so it's uh it's north of nashville okay but it was 20 years ago sorry it's it's been a while yeah 
Speaking of 20, we're 20 minutes in and we're still doing what's new. All right, let's talk about some new stuff. All right, bootlegger guitar bar. Tell us about this, Scott, since you found it. Uh, yeah, this is not new gear, but uh, we it's we just also not I, a bar. I was I was looking at multiple guitar stands options that are out there, and I stumbled upon this. Uh, this is different from most guitar racks because most guitar racks generally the guitar sits on its base, sits upright, mm-hmm. and then it kind of has a catch to catch the neck. These mm-hmm. are this is literally like a um a hook a closet hanger rack yeah and a, a hook for your guitar. guitar hanger no 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 sweetheart you can put your blouse there i'll put the telecaster here actually putting clothes in between these things might be a good idea yeah because i'm just looking at these these things are just going to freely swing is, what is that so there is actually okay, a chris chris we can what? hear that hear what i don't hear anything i don't hear anything either oh maybe it's me you're Hold going on. crazy Oh, is there a Chris in your house, Diaz? Yeah, am I there? Am I oh there? no, it was. Sorry. Wow. Okay. Wow, that was my uh, page. It automatically started playing a video. Just breathe in your ear, real quick. Just. <sighs> yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that, was, that's was a ASMR horrible system. videos that you're trying to watch while you're recording. <laughs> <laughs> just get the guitar. Yeah, just hang so uh, there is that, an actual guitar hanger that's been a thing for a while that actually has the uh, the grip part that holds the guitar. It actually rotates so it can fit your you know Fender style better than the hangers in this thing. Oh yeah, I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Because you can kind of tell, especially like the Telecaster in the picture on here, it looks like it's being pushed back a little bit. Yeah, this thing's totally giving me... It's giving me bad news vibes all over the place. Because I, yeah, I just see well, the guitars swinging into each other when you stick your hand in there. I mean, seriously, all it would take is for the slightest push on one of the sides of the guitar to cause it to go at an angle. Like, if it hit anything that was the uh, um, towards the knobs of most guitars, like Fender-style guitars, Les Pauls, anything hits that that neck's going to twist ever so slightly and it's going to fall right on the bottom. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one little snot-nosed uh, kid. One yeah, so that's when I was no. Well, no, was so, see, a kid running around. I'll, I'll give him this. Uh, the hanger <laughs> mechanism is not too far off what most neck-supported stands are. Like the one I have next to my desk has basically a U-joint and it has a fold-down okay. little clamp thing. But um, is there something holding the ass of it up? Yeah, there's... it. The back that, of it that by gravity is forced in sort of the, to the base. There's nothing lifting it from the bottom though, but okay. it is just more stable. So it's not sit there just totally willy nilly swinging around. So this looks willy nilly. Quite a Hercules stand type deal. Yeah, like a Hercules stand, very similar. Mine's okay, not but, a real one. But those go. <sighs> yeah, those uh, conform to. Yeah, but don't most of the Hercules stands like you set it down and then the body you like I said it doesn't hit the bottom but it rests up against the actual stand, right? Yeah, so it rests on the back. Yeah. Right. Okay, but so there's something that's causing another connection, two points that of connection. Help. Yeah. It's got two points of connection or just this is just asking for problems. It this really is, is. This is just a pendulum sitting there in in the air. So you think if they made something a little longer that could go down and be a nice little buffer around the body area, that might make this a little better. Uh, you almost want to like put like a hula hoop around all of them. 
<laughs> just something to go between them or seriously hang a shirt hang, hang yeah. a coat between them i mean like, i do kind of i could do kind of love the idea now of i have a life goal if there this had a locking thing on the headstock like a hercules stand did mm-hmm. um then i'd want to oh, i'd want to own a dry cleaner and just fill the rack with the guitars um, well, listen even actually, if it that's uses how the, the Gibson same... factory was that's how they moved all the guitars around was a similar kind of mechanism yeah. what but, like this well, it was like that, but could, well, they all hung like that, right? But yeah, I just don't remember like what the actual the, part that held the guitar looked like. Yeah, the mechanism was more secure than this because it wasn't. Like, oh yeah, this, they weren't meant to be temporary, you know. No, I don't know. All right, let's move on because this is really just making me kind of grouchy. It's dumb. Um, it's it's not great. You know what? We'll give you an A for effort. Your heart was in the right place. Actions not so much. All right, so we're gonna move to the Zoom G11. Uh, which is their new flagship multi-effects processor. So if you have a chance to look this up, it looks a lot like the G5, um, but it's got a lot of upgrades. I remember when I first the, saw this, I was immediately like, oh gosh, is this from the 80s? Because it does yeah. have that kind of aesthetic vibe, but then suddenly out of nowhere, there's a touchscreen added to it. There's a touchscreen. Um, you've got an entire section for your amplifier, which you can change. Um, it's got the same looking spots for your different effects or whatever you want to control. Like there's a four by 12 cab in there um, on the one they're showing. Uh, it's got upgraded a little bit with, I guess you you can change colors for what effect it is. Does and it do that automatically so that, or does I hope optional? you could be able to choose. With okay, as many, I, I, what tends to help on these things is when they have a set color, like, um, yeah. Like blue like how, is usually chorus. Yeah, green's uh, delay. Green's phaser. No, green or or phaser. Yeah. Um, depend. Yeah, it just depends on what brand you're talking about. So like in the Line Six world, they stuck with the DL4 and like the four mm -hmm. series colors. So like that branding has been there in in Line Six forever. Well, Line Six is what green is delay. Isn't purple reverb? No, red is reverb. Oh, is red reverb? Or I think so. I know yellow was overdrive was one of the overdrives. Um, yeah. And like on the Kemper, they're all different colors, depending on what effect type it is. The screen will actually right. change colors and your, your LEDs on the foot controller will change colors. So it just helps you kind of keep your mind together. Whereas mm -hmm. uh, being able to pick your LED colors, I, I know that you want that option, but sometimes when it's pre-assigned, it just helps the world go smoother. Yeah. So it's got a five inch touchscreen. Uh, which is actually a lot bigger than I kind of would have thought it would be. It's above average. I mean, the the head... <laughs> it, no, the, that's it, about average. It, if we talk about like competition, right? Like the head rush has a giant touchscreen, but this looks very appropriate. Like you can... The you problem can with the head with rush is, is that the, the head rush has, a, while, it, while it has a great big touchscreen, also has a horrible sound in zoom while it's had its issues in the past has always been known for having a pretty it usually has a pretty decent sound there have been the, a lot of people that have sworn by them i mean my first multi-effects was a zoom 505 i think <laughs> and that thing was a lot of fun one of the cool things about this um is it's got 68 built-in rhythm patterns so it's got drums and stuff built in, um, oh, seventy cool. built in IR, seventy built in IR emulations. Wait, are sixty-eight rhythms the drum patterns, or is it like how, um, like on like the tap a delay and things like that by Cusack? He has all those weird repetition patterns. 
I'm pretty sure that they're talking about a built-in every zoom I've had has built-in drums. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming that's what it is. I doubt it's 68 rhythm patterns for delay. Do they have a luminaires patch? Asking for a friend. How about how many hey, oh. do they have a ukulele setting? For rap. Um, listen, you know it's bad when I'm getting pissed off that we're getting off topic, guys. Okay. <laughs> this is true. How's it feel? <laughs> Chris is like, what'd you say? How's it feel, Diaz? How's it feel? Uh I okay, so I'll get back on topic for you, just so you stop being pissy. Uh no, 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 no. <laughs> No, the, 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 and shit. <laughs> the two really cool features <laughs> like, I, no, I picked it's up fine. on here. I'm just going to keep talking while you're talking. Just keep. I was I was trying to say I was trying to say some really cool things like the 130 available slots for user uploaded IRs and the 70 that come included. That's 200 IRs. Is uh, that what you're going to say? Scott? I think it's 130 total with 70 already there. But okay, well, it's still that's still a ton. Well, not technically. It's it's a lot. A ton would be two thousand pounds of them. Not if it's a metric ton. Need? Well, we're in America, and we we measure American. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's how many bald eagles worth. <laughs> it's okay. like seventy six bald eagles. Bald eagles okay, worth let, of Let me put it this way: the iridium has nine high R's in it. So <laughs> this is. So a you're lot. saying this is an iridium killer? Uh, I don't think they're direct <laughs> competition, but. The real it has a cool five thing. minute looper. Yeah. Oh my gosh, five minutes. There goes your fish cover band. <laughs> <laughs> that Lumineers, Chris. There you, you, can play, you can play a whole song and then loop it and then play it again. So okay, one of the cool bird. things, it, it also has two effects loops. So you can put your pedals in wherever you want. Yeah, that was the nice thing I saw. Which is something that's becoming very common. It was like, I mean, it's common with the HX effects and the Helix stuff. It's really cool that Zoom's kind of staying with the game on that it's funny though zoom is just not a company that like puts out anything game changing but what they do put out is usually very solid and very uh affordable yeah i always think of zoom as your first thing yeah and so it, it's not it's not this is not the thing that's going to kill the helix but man they're getting close with a lot they, of options I mean, here they're i think that they have a real good chance i mean because look at the i mean the zoom handheld recorders are pretty much an industry standard and their guitar stuff's always kind of fallen on the back end but i think that they'll just i think if people would actually pay play with these they'd realize you don't always have to have the 1500 dollars thing um this has i mean this has remote ios connection for using guitar lab via bluetooth adapter i guess you have to buy the adapter i don't know Oh, yeah, it says via Bluetooth adapter BTA1. I don't know if that's a style of Bluetooth adapter or if you have to uh well, I don't I don't think you have to it. Buy is it is a Bluetooth adapter, it's a little USB stick. Okay. Oh, does it come with it? No. So you have to buy one, but still. It's only it's full it's, computer interface. Uh, it's 30 bucks. I mean that's got a remote. Not bad. No. What is what what do you need a remote for? I'm so confused on why you need a remote. I want one. Unless that's like... where the Bluetooth thing plugs in. So the price point hasn't been revealed yet, but it, it says on here, and I kind of agree. I don't know if it's a serious competitor for the Helix, the Headrush, the Kemper, and the... I don't think the Helix and the Kemper. I think it is a, a direct competitor 
with the head rush and the Moor multi effects. I, sure. I wonder, is this going to come in at pod go pricing or I think it's going to be around be, 500. You think it's going to be around 500? I'd say like 499 because 800. Cause that's pretty appro- 800. You really think what is it? 800? Uh, AMS has it for $799.99. Pre-order today <gasps> is expected by April 29th. That's less than the head rush and more than the HX stop. So, I mean, that's kind of where I was thinking it would sit. I was hoping it'd be around... I don't know. Dude, there's just too much in there to for it to be that cheap. Because, I mean, but like... For 800 I would have expected to have, like, some XLR outs, though. Are those not balanced outs? Uh... I suppose they are. I'm on the product page. So I'll keep reading while y'all discuss. Um, the switches look really small and close together, though. Do they? That's the only thing. I'm... Yeah. I mean, oh, the ones on the front? Yeah. Yeah, those for sure are a little close together, but... They're wide, though. Yeah. They're pretty big they... still. It's still a full foot between all of them. I think if you're wearing a big old oh. boot, you might have trouble with it. But if you're wearing normal shoes, you should be okay. It does not say they are balanced outputs. Stereo quarter-inch outputs. Yeah, yep. so I guess we're, eh, it's not a big deal to carry around a direct box, but hey. Anywhere you're playing should have them. You would think. I know we made a big deal out of that with the, the Iridium, and now I'm seeing a ton of people where they're like, no, I put the Iridium before my Big Sky, so I don't want a quarter-inch. I, I don't want an XLR out of the Iridium. So, I mean... Fair. That That's what I'm seeing with people. So, that... I don't know. I at eight eight hundred bucks, it's it's out of reach of people's being their first multi effect pedal. Yes. So this is definitely a yeah. I think this is this a is going to be that I'm looking at a Pod Go or a Helix LT, and this sits right in the middle of the yeah. two. I don't know. I would have been more excited about five hundred bucks. Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's move on to the next thing. So speaking of Strymon. Speaking of Strymon. <laughs> they're teasing something coming out here. Yeah, which we'll already know about drive. when this episode gets released. So, ooh, ooh, we should take bets. And then this will be... That'll be the fun part of uh, Wednesday, so figuring it's, out it's who got at least It's got at least two switches. Let's see. Is there a Strymon pedal where there's only one switch? No. The... Uh... That would have been more impressive. The tap. The fave. Favorite sweet switch. Okay. All right. Strymon's giving us a master class. Do you, so people have guessed maybe a compressor. Or high gain. Or, well, they, they had the OB-1 and it did like nothing. Or also, a high gain iridium. That would be pretty cool if it did like a Marshall iridium. Yeah, their guesses are a 5150 JCM-800 and dual rec. Yeah. I would probably be more interested in that. I would be totally down for that. I'd love to have a dual rec Strymon. Yeah. Like having that go into like your standard uh, Fender or Vox, that would be pretty killer. I would think. That would be really sweet because then you could just run that into like the effects loop return of like a house amp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be a game changer for them. Um, what if it's called the Strymon Game Changer? Huh? Huh? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. All right. Um, so so where, I I get, where I get flashbacks is when I think Red Strymon, I think of the Riverside. Yeah. So that thinks and that was the high. And that was when they did the uh, 
what they do before the Riverside, or they had two different that overdrive pedals. No, that was the Sunset. The Riverside Sun was the gold one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sunset was the red one. And the Sunset this was the higher like gain a, one, right? Yeah, this is more like a burgundy, I'd say. Yeah, so I'm going to I want to side with the uh, Are you going high gain? gain Iridium. Yeah, some kind of just drive in general, I guess if you want to call it that. It's close okay. enough to the release of the last one that they could be just building off the platform. I mean, it would be pretty easy just to change the algorithms or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, well, they, it's, it would be the analog preamps, right? Because they could still leave the whole impulse response back end in hmm. place yeah. with just new IRs. So, yeah. So I think that that's next year we'll get the big box version? Uh, uh, what if, this, if, they, if they ever do. What if this is a big box version? What if uh, this is like an all-in-one amp? Like, the like a logo reverb? placement isn't right. Okay. Well, I haven't looked up what's what was the last big one? This, I mean, like the, uh, <laughs> the big sky? oh the no. Volante that one Volante Volante. Yeah, where was the logo on that one? Uh, the logo is in between the. I mean, it's, it's just switches. that one. Yeah, that one's just a wider, small box. Right. It's pedal. a three it's button. Not, what if? Yeah. What if there's three buttons and they're trying to, to mess with us? What if it's like that size? Because I feel like that oh, is a. That what be. if it's that size? And you know what they real I really would love for them to do is like an iridium with a tremolo or a reverb, like an iridium and a flint together. Mm -hmm. Like an all in one back end. Because I mean, the I other nice get, thing they could, could do would be um, if you did a high gain version, having a clean channel would still be helpful. Yes. Yeah. So, kind of a multi channel kind of a setup would be pretty sweet. I mean, the, the Iridium has a fave switch. Yeah, so you can hop between two. But you're thinking like straight clean, like being able to switch I, off. I, what I'm thinking of is the kind of folks that are like, I have a Mesa Mark V and I want to I want to go to a pedal. So you want four different channels of different things and oh. yada yada. So yeah. So you want the Fendery thing. You want the Marshally thing. You want the melt your face new metal thing all in one box that's where okay. the volante style size would probably go right i'm so sorry i'm comparing the small pedals to what i'm seeing here okay so it is going to be a small pedal so if you look at the top of the picture you can there's a white dot i don't know if that's dust or if that's the bottom of the, the name of the pedal yeah this is gonna be so much fun for people listening to this on a Wednesday, already knowing what this is. Yeah, we're like, it's like, shh, you it's idiot, a, you morons, you guys were way off. All right, let's keep moving on then. All right, so, uh, let's yeah. All right, so Jackson Audio launched the Joey Landreth Golden Boy Overdrive. So this is supposedly, this pretty much like a King of Tone, in a smaller setting, done by Jackson Audio. What do so you guys think about this? 350, 400? Is that what yeah. we're I don't know. 300. Uh, I thought about buying one. I would like one. You know what? I've, I've never been against Jackson Audio pedals. But yeah, they, I want this one. I've heard mixed okay. reviews. I mean, there's people who just fanboy over them like crazy, and then there's a, there's some people who I really trust um, that are like, hey, avoid them, or, or avoid the prism; it has problems. So, 
I don't know, but I looked at this pretty hard because uh, I mean it, it it's a it's a blues breaker version of their previous one, which is the um, Broken Arrow, adding MIDI yeah. controls into it, which is pretty sweet for changing different presets. But it's three or how many four presets different... can you have in it? Uh, probably like a hundred something for MIDI. What is it like? Usually one twenty eight. Uh, zero to one twenty seven. So yeah, one twenty eight. Um. Yeah, I I think it's I think this is really cool if you're um one you like blues breaker but you want a few different flavors or you want to find your flavor of it. Um I think it's interesting that they're comparing it to a King of Tone and I don't think that's an accurate comparison. Because the King of Tone is two blues breakers cascaded. So this is mm-hmm. much more like a Prince of Tone with a boost pedal in it, which I know well, isn't a lot of people don't... set up their King of Tone that way. Yeah, I was about to say that's a very common king of tone setup because usually people do uh was it the high gain on the left side yeah and they'll do it they'll set up the right side as a boost or something right that's not how i do it but you know there are so maybe it's just not registering with me but definitely that's that's a way some people set it up to do it yeah so i mean this thing's cool four different styles of boost four different styles of overdrive legitimate we're changing the circuit with different clipping options and diodes and all those kind of things and at zero weight at three hundred dollars you know for those who are trying to buy a king of tone off the off the used market this is a great deal i had there was a guy in a group the other day it was hilarious i was dying and he literally made the comment of uh he's like i don't know why people just wait around don't buy it used and they're like because it's like five hundred dollars for a used one or four fifty, and a new one's like three hundred. He's just like, oh, I didn't realize that. I'm like, dude, shut the f up. I hate. Sorry, the guy blocked me, so I don't like him. Because apparently he doesn't like me. But yeah, you're right. Why buy a used King of Tone whenever you can buy one of these? I mean, that's the that is the whole thing of like the the two-year wait list and there are so many clones on the market too so if you're like being impatient with all that buy a used clone of it and wait out the wait out the list or whatever or buy a new clone like the dually from westminster effects at westminstereffects.com and save yourself the wait there you go and save yourself some money i've got one like legit like honestly that's yeah i like yours it I, it sounds fantastic. I absolutely love it. And I've got one of the V1s, but I can actually run it at 18 volts. So that's pretty cool. That is good. But uh, yeah, I mean, I really want to try a Jackson audio pedal. I know people have had issues with them. I feel like they've kind of moved past, not moved past it, but I feel like they've kind of fixed some of it. Um, I just know that there's been some issues with Jackson amps, which is the same people and quality control over the years but oh it's a limited edition pedal oh shoot it's only 500 gonna be made scott gotta go buy one of the golden boy yeah there's only gonna be 500 no the first 500 are signed by joey landreth oh oh i don't know who that is so i know he's in a band called the brothers landreth but that's about it okay I thought it, I just read it really fast. I was like, there's only 500. I have to call the wife. They're like, I need $300. Yeah. 
Sorry, I'm I'm on a multiple text chats with people right now. They're like, "Have you heard Rattle by Elevation Worship? We're so going to do that." And I'm oh like, my gosh! I'm you like, know what? No, I've got a problem not. with that song. I've got a problem with that song, and I'll tell you why. It's not a worship song, and it's yeah, that it's not. And they literally don't have actual dry bones rattling in the song, and they're saying this is what it sounds like, but it's not. Um, I I think it's a cool song that they wrote for a sermon series. Yeah, and that's great, and it's a fun okay. like close out the site, close out the service revival kind of song. But everyone's right. texting me like, "Hey, we should open the service with this." I'm like, "No, that's the wrong move." Uh, well, <laughs> well, I don't know. Opening a service with it, not doesn't, so bad. Uh, no, dude, because, it doesn't work. Like, no, 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 no. I'm talking about like if you like start it like, um, while, while people, people are, are like, getting in. to their seats. Yeah, I'm not talking about like, like you know, we we like you know, all right, we're gonna you know we're going to get into some praise and worship. And then you play that song. No, that's like, what was the other song that everyone was really excited about? It kind of has the same feel as that, like a, uh, um, old Mississippi blues open guitar tuning. Oh, uh, um, it was an Easter song too. It was, a uh, ain't no grave. Mm. Ain't no grave. That's another one. It's that's a, a it's the same falls in the same thing. It would be great for either maybe a, uh, uh, an offering song. Or like you said, a closeout, or maybe like a people entering the, you know, the area, uh, whatever you want to call it, your church, your chapel, your whatever. Mm-hmm. No, um, I, I'm just like, I think musicians want to play it because it looks fun to play, and I would agree. Like it's a guitarists different... want to play it because yeah. it's a guitar-driven song too. Yeah, it's it, 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 it's, it's a riffy. new song that's not. It's a new song that's not nothing but synth. Yeah, so I mean, it looks fun to play, but I'm just like, hey man, like. It's not a, if your church has four songs to do in a week, it's not what you want to do. Right. I 100% agree. It is 100% not a praise and worship song. Yeah. In the sense of what we consider praise and worship in a flow of a service. And then people are like, hey, we need more upbeat songs. We need this. I'm just like, dude, there's a time and a place for that stuff. Um, Uh Upbeat songs fit really well when you have eight songs. If you have four, right. it's hard to build into a, a rhythm where you, you're ready to go because you need a call. You need, you know, it's just like the way services are set up. And then you got to you gotta fit all the things in. Anyway, sorry, we're talking too much about praise and worship music now. This is the way. Anyway. Um, but yeah. No, Actually, I speaking of praise try... and worship, let's talk about the most ridiculously expensive Fender we can. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so I saw this. This thing would pre-dub. This thing will totally okay, here's, pre-dub. Here's my thing, though. All right. So we're looking at this. The Fender diamond legend cabernita telecaster for sale only at 111,000 euros euros it's hey siri low of guitars how much is 111,000 euros in us dollars but 111,000 euros is 120,155 dollars and 88 cents wow okay, the euro is you. weak right now yeah, my um, so, euro says it's 120 and 136 dollars, not 150. Okay. Sorry, I'm well, trying to figure out your change rates, guys. Or someone should be buying euros and selling them right now. Okay, so here's my question with this: What makes this a Cabernita? The is it the Filtertrons? Is it yes. the they're Fendertrons? They can't use Filtertrons. Listen, but a Gretsch style pickup, <laughs> yes. Okay. That I because I've always wondered because I always thought that uh Cabernita was a one pickup situation. Mm-mm. I've, I've okay. never seen a one pickup one, that would really? be cool. Yeah, I would buy that thing in a heartbeat. 
you've never seen a one pickup Cabernita? Not that I have not built on Warmoth. Let me put it that way. Okay, that doesn't count because they're not Fender. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Granted, granted, they do Fender stuff for Fender. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let's see. Well, there are like actual collaboration deals, and then there are the like. I think the Cabernita is the one that is like not licensed get... anything. They just have their own proprietary pickup or like their in-house yeah. one. Okay, yeah, maybe two pickups is more common than I realized. They had to call them like Fendertron or something like that. Yeah, is it is it the is it the white chicken? Am I remember that one right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the white chicken's the actual like hollow body arch top and all that good stuff. What's the one that's one pickup? What's the Fender Tele style with one pickup? Um, the Broadcaster. No, Esquire. Esquire, that one. The Esquire, that's what I got confused. Sorry. Way off. Doesn't that have a Fendertron in it? Or sometimes, no, usually? the standard uh, Tele bridge. Is it? Yeah. I should probably start paying attention to Fender. I hear they're doing big things. <laughs> I think they're going to stick uh, around. <laughs> they, Hashtag they, they, you know, play authentic. Yeah. Oh, ew. All right. So this guitar has more uh, unnecessary things on it. Yeah, this is like the Jeff Lowe guitar. Yes, it is. I don't have um, enough Affliction shirts to rock that whatever that decal is. This, you know what? Th- it really feels like this and an Ed Hardy hat would just pull my entire ensemble together. I So am I looking at like leather? Am I looking at wood grain here? What is the texture? I think it's leather. The leather grain. It's it, it that's wood grain. It's just it's stained uh, on the back. It, it looks it, like quilt graining, and that neck looks ridiculous. I didn't see the back yet. Oh, yeah, no, that's definitely quilt uh graining. But what is going on? Is that supposed to be like 78,000 bird's eyes? I don't know, it's like allies. And then are they embroidered? Is the embroidering or the riveting made of something expensive? Probably. $120,000. That's got to be diamonds, yeah. Uh, Alder body sandwich between four. Is that diamonds in the design? Is that actual diamonds on the design? Uh, It says Swarovski crystal, so fake diamonds. 377 real uh, 8.5 carat diamonds. What? Yep. Yes. 8.5 carat diamonds? Yes. That looks great. That's a a giant diamond. Nick. Well, that's that's why it's one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you if you have a chance, I, you could probably flip it by just removing the diamond and selling it, <clears throat> and then selling the rest of the guitar. Just to be blunt, <laughs> I don't think you could. We need to get Will Leahy on here. I think we should part this out. I'm just. <laughs> oh, they've got the H nine Max Dark. I want that. Sorry, it's black. It's H9 Max, but it's black. I just happened to see an advertisement for it, and I got a little excited. But it's seven hundred dollars. Um, but yeah, see. so takeaway on this? <laughs> no. Uh, it's um, someone will pay money for it at some point. I'd rather pay off half a mortgage, <laughs> or a whole mortgage in Tennessee. You can get well, a house a... for a hundred thousand dollars in Tennessee. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, you could ease like if you're buying like a small like two bedroom, one bath. Yeah, all day. Hundred hundred and twenty thousand dollars will cover closing costs and everything. Yeah. Dang. I mean, honestly, uh some of our nicer houses are only in like the hundred and seventy five thousand, two hundred thousand dollar range. 
yikes like if someone around here is like my house is two hundred fifty thousand dollars we're like oh shit you're fancy yeah yeah, like you've got like the best house in the area (laughs) so you can maybe get a studio apartment for two hundred thousand dollars in chicago yeah see that's why if honestly i know this sounds like crazy but if i live like like if i lived where you lived and uh, i had the ability to i would literally just like buy a house in a in tennessee or somewhere that's why i mean i honestly think that's why a lot of people like retire to tennessee and stuff they probably buy a house in tennessee and pay it off because it's like 200 dollars a month for in their eyes you know what i mean like it's cheap mm-hmm. and then they just move down there when it's paid off They're like oh fuck it we're out Let's buy chicago or shy city sorry yeah i called it that i don't care i hope it made your eye twitch it's like when people call them Knoxville, Knox Vegas, or Nashville, Nashville. Nobody Vegas. calls yeah. Knoxville. Knoxville. I, I'm just at, get I have to find a new Knox career Vegas. if I wanted to leave a big city, because like I can't really do what I do for a living in a rural oh. area. So I, I was, I, I was big like, cities don't, for me don't for the rest you of my like life work somewhere. remote? Well, I I work remote from parts of my team, but my clients I'm not remote from. Okay. If that makes sense, I don't know. like Probably yeah, architects are major architects are in major cities. Yeah, so like I'm right. in LA, I'm in New York, I'm in, I'm in those places, constantly. So, um, how do you get there? I fly. We have airports. Yeah, you but I also, <laughs> dude, I, I most of my clients are in Chicago. Based on okay. architects, and we design buildings everywhere. <laughs> like, just, come on, you're like I go to I go to New York and and all this other stuff. I'm like, yeah, you you can go there from here too. It's actually we looked up tickets. It's actually cheaper to fly from not from uh Tennessee because you because our airports like only hold six planes. <laughs> like I was I was like I was I was getting into the airport one time and I was late for my plane and I yelled really loud I said hold the plane and the guy f- from the plane said okay <laughs> <laughs> like it's that small of a airport to cross our airport it takes like maybe three minutes it's hilarious sorry, sorry. I'm still having this argument with this guy about rattle <sighs> give me his phone number <laughs> let Diaz take care of this you know what? Just have them talk to the Cody. The song is so ambiguous that it doesn't really. The only it's part. It's not what sound. It's not what bones rattling sound like. It's literally not. It's like the literal definition of you're, not. You're picking such a different thing. Wait, is this supposed to say dry bones rattling is like Jesus coming alive? Oh, that's okay. Never mind. Why is it dry bones rattling? That's a that's in the Bible, but making the dry bones rattle is an Old Testament reference. So uh, we can still telecon. we can still okay Ezekiel thirty seven. Yeah, we're talking about the Ezekiel. hand of the Lord was upon me and he brought me out of the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them. I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were dry. Doesn't say anything about rattle. But then, but then the whole thing is about empty tomb and. These are two, these are out of context biblical references. So, so bones actually symbolize in Jewish tradition the resurrection. Do they? In Jewish tradition, 
but the Jew, Jewish tradition doesn't recognize there, there's Jesus there are messianic Jews. Okay, I'm just saying maybe it's messianic Jewish tradition. I, yes, maybe I, it's talking I'm, about the prophecy of the resurrection. Friends, the founder's daughter is one of my good friends, so I'm very aware of Jews for Jesus. But uh, I wasn't talking about that specific group. Is okay. that really a group called Jews for Jesus? Yes. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. That's the cheesiest name ever for a group. It's very, very plain and simple. Not plain like in a bad way. It's very simple and directly to the point. Sounds kind of cheesy. It's like it's like a WWJD bracelet. Well, it, 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 it was founded a long time ago. Like I said, it's like a WWJD yeah. bracelet nowadays. If you saw someone wearing a WWJD bracelet, what are you gonna? You're just gonna look at it for a second. You're like, live strong, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, Speaking of WWJD bracelets, Zvex is op- is coming out with a Earth Day. That was that it didn't work. I was just trying. Well, <laughs> what would what would Jonathan do? Uh, talk about this. <laughs> there, so, I made a connection for you. All right. So for Earth Day, ZFX is doing a line of custom hand painted uh, pedals. Is it's their whole line, right? Uh, I no, I don't think it is. Um, let's see. Because I'm seeing Boxer Rock here um i'm assuming there's a fuzz factory in there and but they're super limited numbers uh and i believe money's going to things through them right yeah that's what so it looks a like a portion of the proceeds are being donated um so i my favorite is this instant lo-fi junkie with holy jesus take the wheel did you see the 1200 dollars one? Oh uh, no i yeah. didn't snakes it's three of them it's uh these pedals are four hundred dollars yeah i mean their hand-painted ones are always expensive but uh these are just slightly more expensive way expensive <laughs> so you got a 59 to four hundred dollars though i know that's expensive i mean i can I i'm not know, justifying the the base price i'm just saying it's normal for the well, hand-painted well, silicone fuzz factory it's, it's got mushrooms on it chris were you talking about the double hell oh no the snake Mm. yeah the three the snakes that's really Ooh, impressive i like the box of rocks that has the boiling point kind of look the swirl paint and then they've got two of them those look pretty cool so it's fun to actually talk about a special edition pedal and not be sold out already so there's a number yeah. here to check out i mean it a bunch of different variants that they have they have the, the collection series which look awesome we were talking about um but yeah. That's... Oh, there's a 200. And... Oh, that one's sold out because it's the cheapest one, the Fazolo. Yeah. Uh, there's only one, so I guess it's sold out because someone bought that one. So, um, so let's uh, go check them out if you're if you're in the mood for that kind of flavor. Oh, this one's gold with a kitty on it. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it was one of my actually, favorites. The uh it's a let's see it's an instant lo-fi junkie so they're all i mean it's not like they're tweaking any of the circuits just cool cool drawings all right cool um let's see tc helicons uh coming out with an irig pro i mean uh i love i love music radars had a, a headline that says we're sure we've seen tc helicons new portable audio somewhere before um, so the thing is you know how you could test this 
how I could easily test this. Hmm. If I got the Go Twin, plugged it into my phone, and it played, it went through in stereo. Like, because that was one reason why I got rid of the iRig Pro Duo. What, that it, it routes the left and one, channel one to the left and channel two to the yep. right? Yeah, I've been trying yep. to figure out how to do that because I have one. Um, you can't, it, it'll it always do that. Oh, that you sucks. can't. That's why I sold it. Yeah. I remember There's no we, way to see. We looked at doing that for NAM for just like a simple like, oh, cool. We don't have to sync audio later. We yeah. can just do like an iPhone on a gimbal and then that. And then so you have two mics, but it just hard panned mm-hmm. everything. So like we'd have to fix That's, it in post. I, I ended up bringing it to bringing that to NAM and we never even touched it. We ended up using yeah. my, uh, the best thing that I have is my line six. Uh, Guitar port. Did you run that the, from the your, Sonic uh, port. your H6? I ran so the what I did was I ran the H6 and I used the H6 monitor channel. Yeah. Ran it into my Sonic port and ran that into the phone. Yeah. So you ran a portable mixer into yeah, that makes sense. So that was and then we also ran that into the camera as well. Yeah. So yeah, no, yeah it's I mean a, it, this is the fun part about this. So I mean iRig is not owned by the same group as Behringer and all those groups because they're, they're a separate company. So it that's where this gets fishy because like I would immediately have gone, oh, if iRig was owned by Behringer, who now owns TC Group as well. So you have TC Helican, you have TC Electronic and all those. Um, oh, cool. They're just doing this, the, okay, we're going to make the same product and relabel it for different lines a la... Yeah what GM used to do with their cars. Um, right. So the thing is, so if you look at the iRig Pro Duo and compare it to uh, this, what were, I mean, the LEDs look different. The LEDs are different and they're but using, only because they're, oh, they're using a different USB port. Are they? Yeah. So the iRig has like an old school, like, serial port connector like what keyboards used to use if you remember those like the circle with all the the pins in it and then you have different breakout cables this looks like it it, just like a mini usb that's true the pro duo did have that that's right i remember that um i don't know i just think it's kind of uh i think kind of goofy so i mean and i'm i i make the tongue-in-cheek comment that i'm surprised it's a tc helicon then and not a Behringer mm-hmm. because Behringer is the one who's the brand where they're notorious for kind of getting a little too close to other designs. Yeah. This one, I just don't know. I don't, it's just, I don't, I don't know why anyone would pay because I'm the price. It's so like 10 it's more. And, oh, these are cheaper than yeah. the Iris. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I still want to know if, uh, yeah, because you can even do the MIDI in and out on the mini jacks. That's uh, also part of the iRig Pro yep. duo. Like stuff. literally every knob in light is in the exact same spot. Even like yeah, steer- it's just the USB port has changed and the way they do the LED lights because they do these big kind of slots with an LED light behind it where these are just like the normal circle LED. Um, the, the thing I will say is uh, I wouldn't want to do a mini USB cord on this because that's a high friction or high stress area and i don't trust mini usb connectors to be that robust yeah 
I like that the the big circle connector is a little tougher. Um, that's the only like plus of that. I don't know. I mean, the, the perk of mini USB is you can go and buy mini USB cables literally every 7-Eleven there is, you know? So mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. have that advantage, I guess. Okay. But it's fishy. Well, let's... Yeah. It, it's definitely... Uh... They should have tried harder yeah. to make it look less like that. Well, um, yeah, let's... I, I will pose one other scenario is the iRig was always made by another company and they're just licensing it. And Ooh. now they're that company is licensing licensing the the internals to other companies too. Yeah. And so it's just I a mean, it's a repackaging job. Maybe. I don't know. Pardon me. Uh yeah. I'm I not agree. editing that out. No, that's fine. I'm having I'm having a Mike's harder strawberry right now. And you've been hitting those a lot lately. Is this turning into an intervention? No. No, because I actually work at a place that sells them. So I just grab a couple after work some days, and that's about it. Um, All right. Moving on. Chris, you found this. So why don't you Yeah, you tell us. Oh, it's got a 666 on it. Hail Stan. Closed out that tab. It is a arcade machine by RPS Effect. So it basically gets you all those really nice eight bit sounds. But it's got the knobs an octave up and down, two octave up and down, the different uh what do they call these? What the knobs? No, the thing in the middle. Rotary? Well no. Well yeah, it's got a rotary knob, but I'm trying to remember because like a lot of the eight bit style pedals have that kind of thing that changes the uh extra note that you get in there uh the harmonizer that's it harmonizer yes Yes, the harmonizer so yeah it's pretty cool uh it comes in at 265 uh not crazy perfect fourth perfect fifth yeah major third minor sixth major sixth so Mm -hmm. small m is minor i guess and then whatever six 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 is hail stan So not crazy for boutique polyphonic. Two sixty five. I wonder if it's uh, is it polyphonic? Are the is it like what is it? Whenever you can play like a chord and it picks up all of it, does it have the tracking? Uh, that's there's not a special name for that that I know of because polyphonic just means it makes more than one tone. Mm -hmm. Okay, because I know that was like one. That's one of the big things people are asking for for Helix is uh. They keep calling it a polyphonic. Well, so POG is polyphonic octave generator. That's what it stands for. Okay. So that the POG will do an octave up and an octave down. Off so the that's poly. So that's, that's polyphonic. Poly. Um, okay. And then you have different variants where you have two octaves up, which this one seems to do. So I wonder, does this run? Um, I wonder if this runs off that adventure audio chip or not. Because it's running at 8 bits. That's the weird part about it. Mm-hmm. On top of everything else going on. So there's some type of digital thing going on there. So judging by the video, it does it can do more than one note at a time. Are they in the US? Uh, yeah, they're out of Pittsburgh. Ooh. Dude, their website looks awesome because it looks like it's... I mean, it's. I know it's supposed to look old. So like that's the cool part. It looks straight up like they made it with... Uh, it's got that Geo Cities vibe. Angel Fire. Yeah, yeah. Angel Fire. <laughs> I love it. I oh, this is really cool. 
so this is a new this is a whole new company to me i've never seen this group before yeah, so i'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to kind of checking out all their stuff here they've got yeah they've got a lot of cool stuff they got oh, a, the warp drive they got a analog crusher. delay yeah all of all all of their pedals are right about the 299 range let's see the bit reactor bit crusher that one that's 180 that's a single well not a single it's not a what is their clean boost coming up? That's a that's Ooh, a very just... fair price for what it is. So yeah. Yeah. $99 for the Red Sun analog fuzz slash distortion. Nice. That looks cool. Low tone setting, on the other hand, give the option of cutting off some of the edge. So yeah, I, that's what I'm doing right now. I love, I love that this demo is like straight up Game Boy sounds. Yes. So if you're into that thing or you're into the you're trying to get chip tune kind of sounds, but off your guitar. I think this is the thing to check out, man. If you partake in the marijuanas, this will be great for you. Yeah, this will go good in my. That's really just. This will just... go well with my ukulele and uh, <laughs> harmonicas for my oh, uh, EDM hip hop album. Run this with the Korg um, drum machine off an iPad, and oh, you base off with your run your ukulele into this, and you basically have a you have a chip tune set pretty much right there. There we go. I really like this. I'm, oh my gosh, I kind of want this. There you go. There We've you go. converted you. This would be fantastic to run a synthesizer through. Like, yeah, they in the video they ran the EHX. What pedal is this exactly? Uh, Eight-step program uh, sequencer thing. Uh, they ran that through. Oh, there, just so. run the random tone generator into it. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I want this. Yeah, this I is like, cool. I, Good find. I legit that that great find. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, someone should email them. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Chris, one two three, not eight. You, you want to do a demo? Yes. <sighs> all right. Chris is on it. Chris, Chris, tell them that tell we'll them give them my project. I'm doing. I'll, I'll do. <laughs> I'll, I'll write. I'll write the value prop for you so you can send it to them. But um, that works. All right. Yeah, because I'm not yeah. getting that part of it. <laughs> I want, I want, I want them to. This would be a great brand to actually sponsor us. This would be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to our new sponsor starting next week. Oh, oh does that start next week? Yeah, I didn't start have... next week. Oh, we'll be teaser. we'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. No one cares. No one cares about Strymon right now. It's teasing. <laughs> Listen to our teasing. Um, all right. So, uh, how long have we been talking for, Scott? For uh, Seventy I'm minutes. Not holy i was about to say what 40 minutes it seems like it's been all right so uh we had we really didn't find like a good topic but we did have a question that was asking the group i figured it'd be kind of a fun quick thing especially i want to hear scott's answer um so chris uh chapman who's in the group had a question which was what's the best pedal for heavier stuff like a distortion pedal and i feel like every guitar player has a pedal that they like to do the chugga chugga with and I think everyone should should like kind of voice what's one of your favorite pedals to do some of the heavy stuff, Scott. Uh, I want to know Scott's answer because because honestly, heavy is not what I think of when I think of guitar. Like Scott's guitar sound. Uh, I get I get my heavier tone from stacked like drives. Um, so it's not really my sound. Um, uh, no, not even close. That's not really Sorry. my realm. Uh, unless I like. And when I do go into that area, it's like I have my baritone out and I just play through my like PRS Archon profiles. Okay. So I do it on amp side. Um, so the question 
uh sorry i forgot his name already uh was it chris Chris chapman chris yeah um prose put a unique predicate unique stipulation on us that he's running into a pa direct right now yes so that changed the topic that started happening because like i think a few of us started talking about this internally uh so originally we were like oh yeah there's all these great pedals and then we started realizing oh he doesn't have amp gain and he doesn't have um like speaker simulator you know kind of sounds so he's just getting a uh i hate to call it frfr but basically that kind of a thing or he's getting a, a a desk um Preamp yeah, he's it. not getting he's he's not getting a like actual guitar into amp sound. Yeah, so Tradi- then, a traditional sound. So my head immediately went, and we also had like a, a price stipulation too. So we didn't have unlimited money um, because it's what was the price easy. stipulation? Do you remember? I think it was like one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, I think one hundred fifty max is where he wanted to be. And like, to we had a ton of two hundred dollar options. Yeah, because um, once you want it, you want to get that speaker sim stuff in that. So we started talking like. My head immediately went to Sansamp. Yeah. Because I know the guys from Ramstein use the Sansamp. And that would give you some pretty good heavy tones right away. So that's... I forgot which one it is. Is it the guitar driver? Or I forgot what the turn... I don't know. They've got the... Okay, so... If you're doing... um, Because that's where my head went. Sansamp as well? Tech 21. Yeah. The the character series. Oh, you went there. They've got... I went all the, I went there because okay. that's got that's got an amp and a speaker. That's what I use. Yeah, you use the Liverpool, and right? I use the Liverpool, which is an AC30 style, but they've also what I would suggest is the Tech 21 Oxford. Hmm. Which is closer to an orange amp. Don't a lot of the fly rigs start hitting around 200 bucks or at least on the used market? Yeah, if you were doing, um, let's see. So the uh, Tech 21 Oxford is like an orange amp. And if you're going to do a fly rig, I think they are close to um, $200. But you could find it. All right, I just found a used Richie Kotzen signature for 150 bucks. Yeah, so I mean, those are great options right there. I mean, that if, Richie Coxon is not heavy new metal-y which is kind of he, what the stipulation can. was if you listen to a lot of his solo stuff he gets higher gain in there okay i'm just thinking of like winery dogs kind of a thing yeah which which he does that as well too yeah. so I, I was I originally would... thinking the gt2 that was the name of the one i was thinking of originally okay um so that's that's there now if we were to say regular guitar pedal you already have an amp and you're just looking to go heavier mm-hmm. um Obviously, if you have a heavy, if you have a heavy duty amp with like cascading dra- drive sections in your amp, a lot of those guys just run a tube screamer in front of it and they're done. Um, so like that's what like Slipknot does, you know, like that's that's yeah. heavy tones. Um, I other ones I was thinking of was a the Tosin Abasi Pathos Distortion is a pretty modern distortion tone to think about, and then the classic answer would be Boss HM2. I would have to okay, so I'm gonna go next because go you've it. been talking and like I right, zoned so, out halfway through right now, so we'll we'll see what you repeat. <laughs> no, I'm agreeing with you actually on a lot of things. No, um, you're agreeing with me. Okay, listen, <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. No, so we're saying the same. Yeah, I'm okay, I'm gonna um, stop screwing around. So, I like the Tech 21 character series. They have the uh, I. Th- 
I know he was kind of going for like a dual rec sound, um, which they've like got you're going a new metal, bunch, absolutely dual rec. They've got the U.S. Metal oh, yeah. Tech Twenty One character series, which is great for that. I mean, that's pretty much uh, Mesa Boogie style. Um, or well, they've got the California, which is like a Mesa Boogie cleaner style, like the uh, blonde Mesa Boogie stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they've got the uh, the U.S. Metal, which is more like your dual rec, triple rec, because he uh, he's a big fan of Seether, which Seether in itself has a very interesting guitar tone. Um, Down tune Schecter into dual rec. Are they still doing that? So I, I haven't listened to Seether in like fifteen years. I believe it's close to that, um, but it's also his the, his tone has always been a little bit different, but it does have that new metal feel. Um, I would say that would be great for if you're doing amp in a box. And it all the uh, at one point the character series you couldn't turn off the speaker sim, but now you can turn it on and off on some of them. They've got the button on some of the V2s that they came out with. Also, I would say if you're going for just a distortion pedal, a favorite whenever it comes to metal distortion of mine would actually be the MXR 5150 uh, distortion pedal. has a built-in noise gate. It has a really good sound to it, in my opinion. I actually quite enjoyed it whenever I played it at Guitar Center. Um, That would be a fantastic. Or if you're looking for high gain, honestly, if you find a good rat, pedal that's where i think of some of the high gain stuff um i love my woodcutter for it which is more on the expensive end for just one pedal uh if you're looking at the 100 150 range you could probably find a used one a woodcutter but uh honestly one of my favorite kind of like rocking out sounds not super heavy but they get kind of heavy is um, some of the Foo Fighter stuff where it was just a rat into an AC-30 style amp. And I think that you could kind of do that. But That's a little cutting the... of a sound. Like it, it's got more trouble in it than that Seether sound. I mean, sorry, I'm, I'm cheating. I'm going on Sean Morgan's uh, equip board here. And it's like just straight up Mesa triple wreck. Yeah. Well, then... Um, he doesn't use really any effects, does he? What about a DD3, reverb? three wah pedal. Oh yeah. Boss flanger, boss chorus ensemble, noise suppressor. So it's all flavor stuff. It's not they he, they don't have any yeah. overdrive or distortion pedals on his uh equip board. <laughs> I wonder if he runs it through the effects loop. Ooh. Now I need to now I want to know. Um, but yeah, and honestly though, but Sean Morgan's sound has always been very uh I'm trying to think, uh what is the song Hate Me? So Hate Me Now. I forgot the name of the song. But it his clean stuff always sounds very interesting too, but I guess that's the clean Mesa sound with the baritone guitar. I mean that's what um, that's what a triple rec will give you is that multi channel ability to clean up if you want to. Yeah. Well, you know, just buy a Mesa triple rec. <laughs> no, so I mean, I, where I was getting at is I was agreeing like, hey man, no. you want that triple rec sound, Sansamp triple rec yeah. modeler. San, I think, I think, yeah, I think the Sansamp uh, character series US metal is probably the best bet in my opinion. Um, Chris, what do you got? What's your favorite heavy sound? 
pedal thing. Had to find the unmute. Uh, probably one of the oh, birds no. that I personally have. What? Can you hear me? Yeah, you went back to crappy audio. Oh yeah, um, our dog threw up, so I'm having to deal with that real quick. But uh, <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, you lost your Barry White voice. Yeah. Um, so I own the one that I own is probably a uh, checkered pedals. I'm not sure what kind of pedal is based off of, but it's a distortion. Um, I've used it for a couple of recordings that I've done in the past, but uh, it does pretty well for the heavy stuff. What I'm wanting to get personally is the boss uh shoot the blues driver they did with jhs the angry driver yes that uh to me has a very good heavy sound and you could probably put that in front of uh you know a sans amp or whatever the joyo stuff is oh shit i just thought of something pretty well okay really quick uh if you're doing distortion pedal a cheap one that's fun is the is the dan electro fab tone yeah or the 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 old school big box one that's one that a lot of people use in the 90s okay go ahead chris sorry uh, i mean that was it oh yeah i don't yeah. get too i don't get too super heavy but that's about as heavy as i usually get is you know that marshall-esque tone oh, okay. dude i love i love getting some new metal heavy going on every once in a while <laughs> i i have a fun idea okay we uh, have to post a video of us playing heavy riffs. No, um, with, with no distortion. If he's running into a PA, why don't we just say a boss metal zone? Because like that was the whole thing. It's like everyone was like, "Oh, we're using metal zones wrong. Run it into the power amp in, and dial it in right, and this thing is just epic." Boss metal zone. Oh, I mean that's true. I thought you were being a smartass there for no, a second. No, I, like I, it was tongue in cheek, and then I was like, "No, that actually makes a lot of sense." Boss I feel like I was, I was, I was trying to be a condescending asshole, and then I just became really nice and friendly and helpful. <laughs> that happens once in a while. <laughs> That's how I feel, like ninety percent of the time. I was trying to be condescending, but then I became helpful, and I'm just now I'm here. <laughs> are you talking about me, or are you talking about you? I think both of us. I think that's okay. why. I think, I think that's why we we became pretty good friends was because we're the, and the best people don't realize too. If you guys ever read our text messages, we just because both become condescending people towards each other, and then we're like, wait, where did we end? Wait, where are we at? And we're like, hey, did you watch that Curb Your Enthusiasm? Like, yeah, totally. We did that earlier in the episode. What are you talking about? Gen- generally, our, our our text messages are actually really friendly to each other. Yeah, no, they're usually memes and, and funny pictures. <laughs> just ran. If I see a text from Scott and it just says attachment one image, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. <laughs> no, I. Any anyone who talks to me like listens to only our show tends to probably think I'm really smug, and uh, that's not reality. No, but. it's definitely not. But I do like I do like. My favorite thing is whenever I get to mess with you and like continue that outside of the podcast and you know that I'm just making fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> like you just you're like, oh yeah, what a dick. <laughs> but uh oh my gosh. I feel like that was a pretty good spot to end the show now that Chris is out in the wild. Yes. Um, Can we get some bird sounds just to complete this episode, um, please? I actually do need to go outside, so yes, I will put my phone in my pocket and we will get <laughs> some bird sounds going. Oh my gosh. All right, so are we gonna end the, let's end the episode before you put the phone in your pocket. Too late. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Enjoy. All right. <laughs> so I think we gave you a good list here, actually. I a lot yeah. of these situations would work pretty well and 
none of them are like new pedals so check out the used market yeah actually, those um, are like craigslistable pedals yeah the metal zone one is definitely one you can get cheap that's actually you know what i'm kind of mad that i didn't think of that idea uh that would be a fun one the uh the tech 21 character series is uh, uh discontinued solid. they're they're super solid but they are a discontinued thing but i'm gonna see if i can i'm gonna look on ebay really quick and if i can find the one that i was talking about tech 21 u.s metal 30 dollars shipping on a metal zone really um the u.s metal i found it's one with no it's coming from freaking minnesota oh that's why they're weird i've got i found one i found the tech 21 u.s metal steel sans amp character distortion pedal with the 10 in great condition 119 dollars 99 cents free shipping i might buy it for myself i'm looking at metal zones right now metal zones are <laughs> still going up in price yeah have you actually noticed oh, this like gosh. all guitar pedals are actually going up in price right now yeah because everyone knows that people are buying stuff well there's there's no new supply it's actually the so used pedals are actually going up in price again Oh yeah. Well, and the fact that everyone knows the stimulus checks came out, and they're like, "Let's put the price a little bit higher." I sold out so of can... every pedal I'm selling at this point. Remember, we were we were actually texting about that. Yeah. And you were like, "I was like, uh, yeah, those uh, stimulus checks hit," and you're like, "I actually just sold like you sold two pedals within like a few hours." Yeah. And they're both to California, wasn't it? Yeah. And then that one <laughs> dude, uh, one dude. Oh my gosh. His. That was an interesting story, which we, we need to tell that. We'll do Scott's story time next week. I just, I, I don't know why a dude would pay a restocking fee and reverb fees. Like that guy lost so on much money. On a $40 pedal. Yeah, he should have just 40. turned around and resold it for cheap and he would have he done better. And he would have saved time and effort. Yeah. All right, guys. But thanks, so, Jason, for buying it. Yeah. <laughs> One of our patrons. All right, guys. So uh, speaking of patrons, you can go to our Patreon dot com slash the effects loop and give us money it's a lot of fun for us it's not well i mean it's kind of fun for you if you donate if you give five dollars a month or more you actually join our fun chat room uh funny thing happened today i actually had someone send me a, a message and they're like hey do you know about this and i was like yeah we actually talked about it in our patreon chat room which you're not a part of because you don't give us money Bam. so we do have actually it's a lot of fun and that's Thanks, one of my bro. yeah ow all right, um, but you can do that. There's different levels. You can give any amount you want. Uh, there's the Scott's Tots level, which is my favorite level, even though it doesn't give us that much money. I just like the name. I like how that was um, named when I was like taking a hiatus from you, the show you, too. Yeah, you, you weren't even on the show at the time. I was like, I wonder if he's going to think I'm making fun of him or if he understands. Right. I, I knew you would know it's an office reference, but were you like, was that tongue-in-cheek office reference or what? <laughs> but um, you can also join our Facebook group. Uh, that's where we got this topic from was our Facebook group. Go on there, facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. Uh, or you can just search for the effects loop up in that search bar. You can follow us on Instagram at the effects loop. You can also find our YouTube. If we got more people to subscribe, we could have a really cool URL, but we don't have one of those yet. Um, you can also email us at theeffectsloop at gmail.com if you would like to send us an email for whatever reason. Maybe you want to change your shipping address, but not fast enough. Um, so for the effects loop, I'm TS. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
visionary Why is negativity always drawn out? Picture every visualized love Energized lives together, together We undefeated A plan to make well as no gloves needed When we weed into the mindset of achieving And believing in a community that remains happy Never after, the world should be one Hate annihilated, every heart is one Love again, so...